three, two, one. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Let's take it back. What's going on, guys? What's popping? What's today? <laughs> What's today? <laughs> Wednesday? I'm a little loopy. Day Quill and Puffs. Yeah, Day Quill and Puffs. That's what today is. Wednesday. So you're that's you're right. on that scissor, huh? Oh, yeah. Let's see, pop it up. <laughs> Let's see what it looks like. Let's see what it looks like. You want to see my Day Quill? Yeah, I want to see your, your styrofoam cup. What do you oh, doing? that? Right, you got to have a styrofoam with the, cup. Man. With, with the Hennessy? <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be two. You got to have two cups. <laughs> so if we uh, go off the air, folks, you know why. Someone is falling asleep behind the wheel. Oh, boy. Right, Quill and Puffs. We're going to get it done. We always just, get it done. Arnold going to be on Twitch <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> Definitely having a Twitch. <laughs> this is uh, Digging in the Crates episode uh, two. 3,058. What is it? One One billion. I think it's five. Is it? It might be five. Yep, to the fifth power. To the, yep. to the fifth power. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? Is uh, that versus battle. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. And uh, there I go. I got one of I got one of the people. They're going to win. And Puff, <laughs> and Fire, and... Uh, Isley? Isley Brothers. Yeah. Isley Brothers, yeah. Now listen. <laughs> the Isley Brothers can go, man. I, I, I actually had them at the Sound Factory. Believe it mm. What year? Uh, Two thousand? No, nineteen ninety-eight, maybe. You think they still got it, dude? Killed it. Killed. Well, yeah, you know, Ronald Isley is a beast in himself. I mean, he just amazing, like singer, and and that guy has pipes for days. Um, I, I'm just curious, who's gonna sing for Earth, Wind, and Fire? Philip Bailey. <laughs> He's he's an easy lover. You could do it, right? Philip Bailey's. But but but, but what about all the Maurice White stuff? Well, you know, verses they're gonna play it. You know, I'm sure they they're not gonna. No, but they got some, they have some guy who who sounds like Maurice White, right? They have a new a new guy. Oh, Maurice no, Black. No, I think he's out of Compton. Maurice <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Where Maurice Black? He's like, Maurice Black. <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. blue. Maurice <laughs> blue. <laughs> But also, they have a, they have a guy that's gonna sing Mar, uh, Maurice parts. I think so. I think oh, so. Wow. I want to see what they're gonna wear. <laughs> I want to see. Hey, the now, see I want to see the threads. With... Oh man, they got to do the seventies. It's got to be. 70s. Show I hope so. Can you imagine they that? Oh my like god! Because that actually, and to it... me, growing up seeing that. Oh yeah, that made me want to be an entertainer because the way they dress outside of the music, it was like, man, these guys were like, you know. Just super flashy, flamboyant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like I mean, chest hair coming out. It, it, all the chess was always <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> well, not keep telling me you're the one who I first heard that term from. The taco meat. Taco <laughs> meat. Yes, sir. You gotta have that taco meat, ladies. You think that was sexy? Oh man, oh, 70s, boy. Man. My hey. mom go crazy over my pops taco. <laughs> the taco meat on your pops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it uh, went from like. You know, real masculine thing was a hairy chest. That was real right. masculine. And then, so, I don't know, maybe it was 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, 
you had to have no hair on your chest or something like 90s or two. Uh, they just waxed it off and like all everybody of a sudden, went baby dudes, oil and smooth. Became bald. <laughs> it was clean shaven. If you think about it, you know how the porn industry used to be. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Come on, now, you know, when we were kids, bushes were in. Oh, yeah. it, was like, it was like <laughs> bushes and stashes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Trying to bring it back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I, I see you back to Earth. Mars. Got your Bruno Mars <laughs> happening over there. I like. I, I like oh, that swag. Man. I like that. I love that '70s swag, though. That mm-hmm. was just so much. The platform shoes. But the that was your box. era. Of course, you loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of my era. It was a real creative time. I mean, for me, you know, being a kid in that era, just seeing that versus what you see now. It's oh, not God. that much creativity in clothes and fashion yeah, and entertainment. Tight jeans like the and whole, knees. Yeah, the Parliament Funkadelic <laughs> stuff. Those dudes were like like crazy moon stuff. And then you'd have uh, what Curtis Mayfield would come out like just very pimperish. Yeah. <laughs> that whole like Superfly era, mm, which yeah. is the big hats and... and the big old platform shoes and the bell bottoms mm-hmm. and the polyester boy. They were staying away from polyester. Staying away from ma- yeah, staying away from matches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's funny though, and I remember this uh vividly as a kid. My uncle, he's a little bit older than me, my, my mom's uh youngest brother. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, you know, he was the 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 the, the silky shirts, you know, the satin shirts and the, <laughs> the angel flights, uh, bell bottoms and stuff. And their big thing was back then, the weed had seeds, so these right. uh, so they'd be smoking, they'd smoke their weed, and the seeds would pop out of the mm-hmm. weed and burn holes in their shirts, and that, they would lose their minds because yep. they got. And you would see that the real dope heads back then, the guys who were smoking a lot of weed. They had looked their shirts had all a bunch of little holes in the front of them. <laughs> 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 that's that's facts. That's facts right there. I remember uh, that. My my older brothers used to uh when they used to roll joints, they used to <laughs> take the seeds out. Yeah, you had to like they used to like have it on like an album cover. Uh-huh. And they would be pardoned and putting the seeds on one side. <laughs> and then, right. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, I grew up around that. Yeah, yeah. This and then all of a sudden. That Sensomia weed came out that had no seeds, and people <laughs> lost their minds. They're like game oh, changer. Yeah, I could. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could just, I could just smoke the whole stick. Yeah, Yeah, that changed the game. That changed. It did. And and if you look at like the fashion from the '60s going into the '70s, the '70s I think was definitely the era that like stepped it up. Like because the right. '60s was like okay. It was basic, you know. They had some basic things, but they got the hippie, the little hippie thing, kind of that little hippie movie, right? But the seventies, they went like flamboyant Jones. But it was like <laughs> they was out there. You were either like uh, fishbowl, like platforms. on another planet. <laughs> yeah, you had to plant, or you had like I don't know the real discoy look, right? Mm-hmm. Had that look, and then um, but like all of the 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 rock stars, they all had like real tight satin chest open <laughs> right. strings like strings tying it right. all together and i remember looking at a video sleeves and it was right dope. of uh uh teddy pentagrass live you know he had his little tight shirt on he had a tight uh 
tank top that was like cutting his circulation off. Like the one I got on right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, turn off the lights. Hey, women would lose their minds for Teddy. See that now that's fashion. Look at that. Yes. Look at that boy. That looks yeah. like some some like straight up G, uh, Gucci kind of like that would be like some new Gucci would come out or, or Versace would come out with something like that right now. Yeah. Migos trying to dress like that a little bit. Migos be like dressing right. a little bit like they with them shirts and stuff. But uh, I mean, they really Speaking took their Migos. fashion serious. Huh? Yeah, that guitar, <laughs> that angle. Tossed his girl all around in the in a elevator. Huh? Oh, he didn't God. toss her around. No, I know it was. You know what? <laughs> actually, actually, here's here's he the here's, they, they, they what just, happened. They, they were just, she just slipped over that bad that that oh, Call of Duty thing, and she lost the tug of war. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't actually put his hands on her at all. No, he didn't. He went around him, and he's got. I got it. You can't take my Call of Duty game. I got it. And <laughs> she was like, oh, No, man. I got it. And, and it then, wasn't like he like stomped her inside the the elevator or anything. No. So I'm I, I kind of I got got to kind of side with uh, caution. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the safe thing to say. I know what what I saw. I didn't. But see I saw him assault her. Like people saying, "Oh, we're gonna cancel this guy." I'm like, he didn't really do nothing. They just was tugging and on this doggone Call of Duty thing, and she lost. Is that what it, and it was? wasn't like? It wasn't like she. It wasn't like she put her hands on him or he put her hands on her. They were she tried. going after they were going after a, a thing. Grabbing she tried. When that elevator opened, she had the Mayweathers going on. She oh, was she? Oh, I <laughs> you gotta watch the whole video. She was trying to swing, she was swinging at him and he was ducking. This was the elevator over a game. This was over a game. game console. <laughs> huh? Was this over this was over a game console? I think so. Maybe the wow. new Call of Duty came out. <laughs> I don't wow. know what. I don't know what they were arguing about. I'm not sure what was happening, but they that box was the the thing that they both were trying to. That was the linchpin. That was right. the linchpin. Yeah, Migos. You know, I I remember Migos. They were kind of the guys that, to me, that seemed like they really got the Versace thing popping again, though. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they they really got that that brand going again. And I remember they were like, someone was telling me that they they would like just show up to like. Uh, record label parties at in, in Miami and show up in like Versace gear and they didn't even have like record deals really yet and people are like huh who I mean who are these guys they're, they're dressed all flamboyant do they have music out yet and stuff so they were just kind of showing up before they had anything in place with the Versace well you know I think um you know with that I think that was probably a uh it could be a promotional tactic to try to get, um, you know, noticed. And if you get noticed, sometimes if you, you're wearing somebody's stuff, they may want they may want to send you something. I don't know if you ever saw this video of this guy who used to show up to the park, basketball guy. He used to wear like all the Jordan stuff. He had he had the the the, the leg uh, brace on and okay. he had the Jordan the whole outfit and he was hooping. He was like, he was, was hooping like, <laughs> no, he wasn't good. But he had, <laughs> and they sent him a whole bunch of Jordans and a whole ah, bunch of outfits wow. and all that because the video went viral. You know, this guy out here trying to be Michael Jordan. So, you right. know, I think that was probably a promotional tactic with the Migos showing up with that Versace before they even had a deal. Because it's expensive. It, it, it is expensive. Like one of those shirts is like two thousand dollars. A shirt. <sighs> I'll never own one. <laughs> I, I, I I owned like 
10 Versace shirts at one time. I believe you. I was. I had, so which one of these shirts did you have? I had the one that's tied in front. In the front? <laughs> the one with the, the crop top? Man, that one the hand on the hip. Man, that but pose man, was hey, you should, hey, you should. I was abtastic. I was abtastic. Okay, I see the abs. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. And then the high waistband. That was something else, too. You know, I like to have my uh, pants like below my belly button. I don't know about that crop top. No, I didn't have the crop top. For the record. That's Ernie. Ernie. Hold on a second. Let me put my glasses on. That's Ernie Isley. And he better not show up to that versus wearing that shirt. <laughs> Can you imagine? They say, okay, the versus battle, you got to pick one Outfit era of how, like, and then they give you like three to select from, and that's one uh, of the three. And you're like, man, man, like, I did like that outfit though. It was nice you and look, brief that day. So you're looking like Michael too. from Good Times, man. <laughs> Can't have that. But when you think about uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire and uh, Isley Brothers catalog, man. Oh, it's mm. Isley Brothers catalog goes back to the 50s. Yes. That's crazy. It goes back to the 50s. Yes. So they have like tons of hits. And, and I think this is going to be real enjoyable for just I'm going music with lovers in general. I'm going with, you going with Isaac Brothers. That's, I got I have to. That you know, that's so why I because me and my best friend were like huge Isley Brother fans growing up. Don't get me wrong, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, but Isley Brothers brought that funk. They, they, it was it was funkier and a little harder. <laughs> like fight, think about "Fight the Power," man. That song is in your mm. face. It is. That That's was a, that was a good one. Or "Choosy Lover." Or I mean, oh man, come on, come on now. Hold on, I'm gonna show you guys something. All Make right. them say uh, it again, girl. Got. Oh man, that was a hit too. <laughs> so I was in my attic yet last night, uh, and the kids are they're always nervous, like oh. You got mannequins in the attic. I, I do. I've got mannequins in my attic. I swear. I swear. My wife used to work oh for uh, a Victoria's Oh, that's Secret. right. You do have mannequins. I do. And Scaring the heck out of those kids. Oh, the kids are, are dude. They're like they think I got body parts in the attic. They oh really God. do. It's, they're terrified. They're terrified. So uh, they go. The mannequins aren't up there. I go. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, oh, we're not coming. We're not coming. So I was up there looking for something, and I got like some old. A radio station stuff and this is this is kind of crazy so uh bmg would send out all kinds of promotional stuff uh, i don't know if you can see this let's see is it yeah, take it back almost, almost yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah i can't oh, read it but it got it cleared out okay i saw, I saw the bmg, I see BMG. Yeah. So bmg so they would send these tubes of like you know records that are coming out uh so you could you know put them up in your radio stations and stuff like this so they sent this to me at the radio station and check out what's in it. Uh oh. Let's see. So I, I got some gems in here now. Uh oh. I was like, what? So you know these little little slip things, Naki. You know you'd have them in your in your office and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the classic Keith Murray poster. Ah, oh, he was so dope. The most beautiful, beautiful That's cool. in the world. Isn't that dope? And then Man. check it. And look it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, his career just like. He could. Man, he was. I thought he was going to be dope, like, Man, like. So that. You know, and have a long career. Look at this poster. Uh oh. This is the one. 
<laughs> let me let me back it up. Hold on. Uh, ah! Oh! <laughs> Damn, that's dope. You got to get him to sign that one, dude. Yeah, he got to sign that. He's, I'm, he's, I'm, yeah, for sure, for sure. I got the cocktails. Two short cocktails. Oh, that's dope. He looks so young in this picture. Did you show the boys that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jackson, my, Maybe my Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> hey, Dad, put that up right now. Put it up in my, on my wall right now. Oh my goodness! Oh. That's yeah, kind of a classic, that man. Fine. That was a good find. That's yeah, though, awesome. that's, that's classic, man. And, and uh, you know what happened to Keith Murray, man? I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, uh, I know Eric Sermon signed him, and he was on the Death Squad, and you know he had the uh, him and Redman used to do a lot of stuff together, right? Yeah, but he was, si- he was signed. He was signed to with Method Man a lot. I think that's what happened. Nah, but see, Keith Murray <laughs> was signed to uh to Eric Sermon. EPMDs uh, or Eric Sermon? What, what was that? Right. Wait. I think it was Death Squad. Death Squad. Okay. And uh, he produced that the most beautiful thing in his world. And then you know, with that, then Keith Murray did the R. Kelly joint. Wow. I mean, his his star was like shining at one point. And then he just like fell, fell off. I'm going to tell you, I think, because if, if you look at the dates, it's probably really close to when Jive got Britney Spears, mm. Sync, Backstreet Boys. And Backstreet Boys together. Right? So Jive is shifting gears. They're, they're moving to that pop thing and making money. And all of the, the hip hop artists on Jive got are, lost in the shuffle. The ones that, that brought them to the table to eat, they're like, and Too, too Short talked about it. I talked about that with Too Short in, in a wow. podcast. Like, I said, yeah, you guys kept Jive Records uh, viable for a long time. All the hip, think about it. Houdini was on there. Mm-hmm. Shorty was on there. So all of these hip hop guys that brought them to the dance, they're like, yeah, we're going to. We're gonna dance a lot faster now. We got some pop groups, <laughs> right? When the pop groups came in, they forgot about you, you know. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's what happened. I mean, you I, know. I think I think if we look at the dates, that's probably what we're gonna see. We're gonna see like right because if you have at the time the biggest, the two biggest boy bands in the world on the same label, yeah, and she, Britney Spears and Britney. Oh and my god. Yeah, and you're gonna make money for fifty years. So yeah. the th- that becomes the priority. Absolutely. You know, because what the the rappers do, you know, these pop people, they did it like, you know, <laughs> well, I say they, 10, you 20 times them. more. But all of the the, <clears throat> the hip hop guys together, and it probably wouldn't equal what oh. those pop groups did by themselves, right? Nope, because I think the one record that in sync put out i believe it was no strings attached that was the first record that they put out when they got to jive because they that's when they broke with lou perlman mm-hmm. i think that sold like a couple million copies in the first week and this people had to go buy it this wasn't streaming this wasn't you know let me play it on my phone line. you yeah. get stand in line to get that i used to love those midnight releases at Tower Records. We had, we had a Tower Records. Yeah, we had a Tower Records in San Francisco, and they would do those midnight releases on records, mm-hmm. albums, and we would go or uh, t- ticket sales. The tickets would go on sale at midnight 
mm. for a concert and you would go and line up at Tower Records to go buy concert tickets. And you know, I, I, I miss it because you don't have that tangible thing anymore where, you know, I used to love getting the Your CDs hand. to, <laughs> you know, check the credits and see who produced what, who mixed it, who wrote what, you know, all that was fun to me. And even like going to buy records or going to buy CDs, it was fun. I mean, it was an experience. And sometimes I feel like today's, uh, you know, industry, uh, the fans of music are being cheated out of that experience. Yeah, I think yeah. in general. Yeah. But you know what? They say that there this past year, there was more hard album sales, like physical vinyl LP album sales more uh last year than in the last like 10 years or something like that. I believe that. Yeah, because I, I final I was already a, gone. And it, that's like last week I went out to my storage unit, my son and I, because he wanted to take some records back to New York with him. Mm. So we were digging through all my records and he was just grabbing stuff digging was, in the crates was oh, he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he we, we, we were digging definitely <laughs> definitely digging in the crates and he got maybe probably about 50 pieces of vinyl that he wanted from oh, okay. like old school to like the Rockefeller era, you know, up in that era, you know. So, but just his interest in vinyl, it just shows you that like, and you know, he's a young kid, you know, right. compared to us, but you know, that's what he wanted to do. So we did that. My son Dallas did the exact same thing before he moved down to LA. He's like, Hey dad, can I, can I get some vinyl? So he came over <laughs> did a, did like a little quick little pick in here. Yep. And I was like, man, it actually felt good, you know, for for someone else to like grab the vinyl, touch it, mm -hmm. look at the the album credits, look at the artwork, and oh. uh, you know, I I remember I loved getting the album because then you could see all the lyrics, like you'd see the lyrics yeah, sheet in there, yep. and that was fun to me to watch, especially like Prince. If you watch like oh, Prince, man. you're like, man, look at his lyrics and this and that. So you know, that was. That was interesting to me for sure. I miss even the artwork. Like yeah, the, I was going to say the artwork was very important. I think the mm -hmm. artwork was just as important as the record itself. Like the song, the mm -hmm. artwork had to be mm -hmm. like, man, Absolutely. it had to be clicking. And I don't think they put that much effort in artwork anymore because no, you're not, not doing a whole book, right? Book and things like that. Plus, it was, you know, it's <laughs> photography. So your mind can take it to another world in you know in your head you're not given a video or or something of, you know to where it's already given to you you know you had to right. use your imagination you you got to step into that world uh, but so. in, in 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 your opinion you don't feel like like this generation is being like cheated you know they they are bombarded by so much imagery and information that I don't think that they would actually, I think they would cheat themselves. I think they cheat themselves because I don't think they would take the time to uh, actually, it, it, it takes time, right? I, I say this, those same kids that, that, that this generation has, they stand in line for sneakers. That's right. true. You know what I'm saying? I Although see this all the time. <laughs> right. They trying to flip them. Yeah. But they stand in line for sneakers. So, so like this Prince album. Mm. Oh, that's what 1999, right? Yeah. Oh but man, you got these inside pictures, right? Yes. Yeah, it's just dope. And yeah. and 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 sometimes yeah. they used to have another one, right? 
<laughs> but then look it. Then you have all of the lyrics to the song. They used to have that, and some mm. vinyl came with posters. Oh yeah, they have yeah. a poster inside. Some of them did, and I didn't know any better. I would take the poster out and put it up instead of like saving that poster. Pin it. I always put them up. I use tape, messed it up. Mm. Tape, you tape it up, or you stick <laughs> rip it a little in it. Put some put some pins in it. And you're like, oh, oh man, I done messed up so many good posters with tape <sighs> that I just like, you know, I, if I could go back, I I would just pin it. Yeah, ah, that's what it was for, though. You had a, you know, you enjoyed it, you lived it. Yeah, I, I mean, I had, I had. Look, Kim signed her classic poster for me when she was uh, down poster. low. <laughs> yeah, she signed that for me. Uh, I was working at GCI at the time, and she came up, and she actually signed that poster for me, bro. That's, that's cool. I had it on my wall in my. What did it say? It was just Tanaki, and thanks for your support, and. Make sure you lick this poster. <laughs> 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 no, no, but that was it. Just, just said thank you for the support. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the thing about that poster is, it, it's to me, it's not a really flattering outfit on, because you know she had that big fur bottom. The fur is like a, yeah. fur, so it looked too puffy to me. It looked like the seventies, if you know what I mean. All furry. <laughs> all furry. It was really furry down there. So I didn't think that was the most flattering bikini bottom that she could have wore in that picture. But I, I thought it was funny because I saw that poster in like Meet Meet the Fockers or whatever it was. Remember? The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He had the little Kim poster in there. I was like, ah, I remember that poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I mean, but it, it was definitely an iconic shot. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and mm. at the time, no female rappers would even like doing that you know like you would see queen latifah do that nah now if queen latifah did that would you put that up mm -mm. oh ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dope one right there that's appeal gangstar they don't get the credit that i think they uh deserve to as far well, as you know there was so much drama at the end i think that's what happened i think that that the drama overshadowed the legacy of Gangstar. You know what I mean? I think that right. with uh, Guru, I don't know what I don't know what the whole thing was, but him and and uh, uh, DJ what Premier they just they just fell out hard, right? I think it was more so probably the uh, everybody started doing the solo stuff. You know, Premier mm -hmm. was producing still and. Uh, Guru started the Jasmine Taz that blew up. I mean, the Jasmine yeah. Taz series, like he was like uh, he was eating off that. And once you get those commitments, it's hard to come back to what started if you don't want to come back to what started. You feel me? <laughs> but it's it really seemed like drama. Like there was like some because remember he didn't he didn't even want uh, DJ Premier to come to the hospital when he was about to die. Yeah, I think it was no. bad. Like, like, uh, a bad relationship that you know just just went to waste, and I, I, I would hope that they he got to see him, you know, before he passed. I, I hope so too. But you know, it just it, you know when you when you have so much anger inside of you, you can't see you can't see anymore, and that's that's the thing about having to let let anger go. You know, you got sometimes you just like you know I got to move on and can't be angry because so can a group function if 
they're not doing the same thing in a group like a producer and a rapper or a DJ and a rapper because most of those groups kind of like broke up and never really like got back together like uh, Mac Macklemore and uh, Ryan Lewis I mean <laughs> what I mean you guys were riding a, a, such a big wave why split Oh, they. I don't. Even, I didn't. Even I know. didn't know they split. Yeah, they split <laughs> right after the know. Grammys. <laughs> really, right after the Grammys, they split. Right after the Grammys, they split. Man, oh, there you go. I haven't heard a song since. There you go. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, can, can they coexist even though you're doing two separate things? I, I think what happens is one one of them has to feel like they're doing more than the other. That's the only reason for a split. When you're feeling like, man, I'm contributing, you know. 80% of this, you're doing 20, but we're splitting it 50 50. So I think, that but that, if it's, if it's your beat yeah, and it's his lyrics, it's 50 50. It's 50 right. 50. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. I wish I was in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wish you had that problem. <laughs> like, Hey man, we're fighting about millions of dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're fighting, but uh, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> because when you think about it, a lot of the groups that were in that particular format never stayed together. I mean, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, you know, Will Smith broke out, did his thing. Jazzy yeah. Jeff did his thing. They never really right. got back together to do an album. I mean, they did TV, but they never did another album. Yeah, Eric B. and Rakim, they never did another album. Dang, that's crazy. But one, as far as like the Will did Smith Did Eric B. Part, do all those beats? most of them wow okay wow yeah he's on the he's on the vinyl on the credits as a producer hmm yeah i don't know but I then once like, you're you I, know i want if, that problem i want that you're, problem. if you're a writer <laughs> and you know the lyricist your world kind of opens up quicker right like if you're hot voice, if you, you take a really hot face right so more people are going to come at you hey check out this sound hey check out that sound and then there's easier access to already established people that you might probably want to work with but a producer you know you probably i imagine you'd still get the same kind of effect but not as um as effective, big as a maybe rapper. yeah uh, yeah because when you think about it it's like now <laughs> all the features everyone's on a feature or something right it's like everybody's yeah. trying to get the rapper on something and the face now, is easier to get out there right i think so but i, I just you that not knowing what happened with Gangstar kind of make you think like okay you know if both of you guys were successful doing the solo stuff i don't think it should be a problem to come back together and do the stuff that made you because you you created fans in, in that aspect mm -hmm. there was a problem <laughs> <laughs> hey have yeah. you speaking of problems is is uh not grammar one of the guys from the furious five is like on a tear, right? Like not Grandmaster Flat. Who who's not Melly Mel? One of them is like tearing, like going after every hip hop artist. Mm. And there's there's one of them, and I keep seeing it popping up, uh, like Melly Mel. And I, or, I, I don't want, wait a minute. I think you're talking about uh, one of the old school rappers is just like going from, in. Uh, he's from uh, gosh, what is this group's name? He's from uh. He, I don't think he's from Grandmaster Flash. He's but from, one uh, of those groups, right? Right. He's uh, I'm, I'm, it's Laws. He's from Laws of the Under, oh, not Laws of the Underground, but uh, what's the name of that group? Uh, 
the group that had uh, uh, Grand Pooba in it. That was wasn't that Lords of the Underground? Let's see. No, that's that was uh, what is the group's name? Brand Nubian. Brand Nubians. The one of the guys from Brand Nubian, Lord Jamal. Oh, uh, I was okay. just say Lord Finesse or right. Lord Jamal is the guy that's going in. I think that's what everybody. About. Oh, everybody. It? Yeah, he's I, always. I got there's one to of them. The, the, but I think it's an old school guy, like an old school guy, like a Melic- older, older guy. Yeah, uh, like like talking beef kind of stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> he did it. In, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up for our next episode. But he it, did it in 2013. He got on Kanye West. Who did? And, uh, Lord Jamar, right? Yeah, he got on yeah, Kanye West. Yeah, he was West. going in on everybody. Um. In a track Old titled head. "Lift Old Up head. Your Skirt," and he stated, <laughs> "Wow, that gay has no place in hip hop." So he did that. He said that to Kanye back in 2013. So what's he wow. doing now? He's working at Staples. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'll tell you what. Everyone is oh. is, is bugging out over Lil Nas X though. Oh man, yeah, man. We touched man. on that before we before uh, you got on people. Hey. Man, hey, I'll tell you thing, what. That same thing is a bad look anyways. I don't know why. Let me tell you something. Bad. I love those shoes. I they're would wear them. I bet they're worth a lot of money. I bet. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely dope. I, I think they're dope, man. Like, Really? I think the concept oh, yeah. is is awesome. Um, and they already came out with, was it the, the Jesus shoes, or right? Right, before that. So like, they already came out with shoes with holy water in the soul. Uh, so it, there's, it's not like envy's, come on. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, dope. I think it's a when you really think about what he was trying to do or what he was trying to put out there. Was he doing that, a heaven and hell thing? Is that what it, what, what it was? Yeah, he did it was so about that and about how people portray uh, a person that's gay. You know, it's like you know he just want people to treat him equally. You know, so he put it in that particular. You know, format with the heaven and hell, and the—I mean, he, he eventually <laughs> killed uh, the devil in the uh, uh, the video. I mean, so and then you know he rolled off in the sunset. You know, in in with heaven, the shoes? huh? In the shoes, he kills the devil, takes his shoes. Is that is that what? I the... don't know if he took his shoes, but I know he took his horns. Man, <laughs> Man. so it was kind of like seducing him to throw him off, <laughs> and just to like <laughs> to. to, to I mean, I that's what my interpretation but was. The shoes, the shoes are clean. And I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, uh, the shoes are dope, though, huh? Okay. Yeah, I, the shoes I, are dope. I bet if you could get yourself a pair of those shoes, you could probably sell them for like a hundred grand, I'm right? Sure you can. Because it's a limited, limited edition. There's six hundred and sixty-six. Yeah, they sold out in, in less than a minute. Imagine if you had number and, thirteen. Ooh, that would be cool. And mm. and now Nike is suing the company that yes, made the shoe. I saw that. So, because they don't want any backlash, right? No, they're trying to protect. They're they, trying they, to stay they, away they switch, from that man. one. <laughs> word, word. We the Lord Lord do these to are Jesus' shoes. <laughs> well, there wasn't no backlash about that. Damn, those shoes are dope. <laughs> I told you. Uh, and you know, that, with the uh, Chicago Bulls thing, oh those man, good with them Bulls jerseys. Yeah, you know? that'd be badass. Oof. <sighs> I think those things are like one thousand dollars, right? Yeah, it was a it was a thousand, and it mm. sold out in two minutes. Uh, under 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 a minute, under a minute. And, and you know, Miley Cyrus just had them on. Yeah, 
Oh, she yeah. posted on her social media. She had those shoes on. I, I bet. I just bet because of the backlash, a lot of these folks aren't going to be wearing. They're going to have them. Like celebrities, they'll have them, but they're not going to be wearing them. On some uh, uh, private collector stuff. <laughs> you know what's funny is, I I, I almost because you can make you can design your own. Well, that's what they did. Those aren't. Those are, that's not Nike. I mean, yeah, Nike didn't do no, but that. I'm saying you can go online and you can do that. You can design right. your own. Yeah. And I designed one that was very similar to. The, I have a feeling he hacked into my computer because <laughs> I have something that's very, very yeah. similar. To the, you have six hundred and sixty-seven. So what's worse? It's like they're real. They're real. What's worse, wearing uh, Nas X Air Max or uh-huh. a, a Trump hat? Trump, oh, hat. Trump hat. <laughs> yeah, Trump hat all day long. <laughs> Trump hat all day long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's just, oh my goodness! So Hands the down. whole thing—it is excellent crazy. question. <laughs> it's crazy, and then we see this trial that's going on right now, right? Mm-hmm. My, my fear is one of the jurors. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one. Mm-hmm. One of the jurors is going to acquit. That's my fear, because if that will start, probably the biggest revolution in this country, this country's ever seen. When so. when people will be so disenfranchised by the whole system where they, they just know. I mean, it just to be African American in the United States and to 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 just see like none of this is built for you. None of it. And to it's see extremely it, hard for us, man. And I'm, I'm, I, I feel I feel I mean, and I can I can only feel from the exterior. I can't I can't know what it's like to like get into my car and worry about if I'm going to get home I can't, or if my kids mm-hmm. are going to the grocery store to run an yep. errand for me, if they're going to come home, I, I don't have to worry about that. Right. I, I really this, don't have to worry about that. This country was definitely set up that way. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. All this stuff was grandfathered in before we all were, were here and to keep any group of people or any race, oppressed and down because you know either you 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 fear them or you don't want them to succeed or be considered equal as you it's like how can you as a person be judge and jury over another person that's not even your child or um you know somebody like that it's like it's it's very very sad yeah man it's it's like it all needs to be redone it needs to be redone. And, you know, I, I'm I'm down with reparations. I think there should be reparations. And I know a lot should of people, be. oh, man, who's going to pay? Like, listen, the country was built on the back of slaves and, and free labor. So yeah. you got you to gotta make it right. And, and maybe, yeah, it was maybe it's, you know, four generations ago. But you still got to make it right. Just and, because, and you know, just because it happened. You can't say it didn't happen. It happened. Yeah. And the sad thing is with a lot of these bills that come out uh, that the government puts into play when they vote on these, they send a lot of money and finances to a lot of countries that, you know, don't have anything to do with nothing here. Right. You mm-hmm. know, you got people that are sleeping outside. You got the homeless is like really like off the charts and it seemed like no one is really trying to do enough for them 
but we're so quick to help other countries. It's like you need to build your own infrastructure, get your own stuff in your own house together first before you run out and start doing stuff for other people. Yeah, and right. that's been a downfall, you know, for it's all forever. Spe- it's, all, it's all special interest, and that's the thing is, special interest has no place in politics, but no. they they control politics. They run it. They run every election. They run every bill that's being passed. There's some there's some secret handshake that's going on all the time, and you know, th- this is a country of opportunity. And it's supposed to be a country of opportunity for, for everybody. Yeah, it's everybody. supposed to be. But it's not. And that's why people want to come to the country because they know there's an opportunity. There's there's more opportunity here than most, right? Than most countries. Correct. But when you get here, it's still skewed. It's still set up, mm. you know, not it's not equal. And it's and that's there's not equal opportunity. And I think that that's what we got to get past. We got and get past and get to is creating it equal for everybody. And I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. I hope it happens Probably won't. In, my, in my kid's lifetime. But I think that people are, are more aware now. I think so. And, it, you know, you know, I hate talking politics. Me too. And I, don't, I, I, I hate it. I hate talking. The thing about what just happened in Georgia, the mm. governor and a oh, few man. of his constituents got together and they put this law in play where... Um, you can't give people that stand in line water, water or, you know, cause now they are trying to figure out if we don't provide these things for people that's been waiting a long time to vote, then they're not going to stand in line to vote. And that's going to crush. You're trying to make it inconvenient for people because they want the vote to be, you know, they didn't expect Georgia to flip blue. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's been, yeah. You didn't expect that. So for them to even try to finagle the laws a little bit to try to, you know, make it in their favor, it still shows that, you know, that 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 good old boys club is still existing. Mm -hmm. The status quo. They want to keep the status quo. And I think most of it is fear. People are people are afraid of what they don't know. Uh, You know, media, television portrays people a certain way. So everyone feels like, oh, well, the ghetto or the hood or, you know, people are crack on crack. And the, because that's the spin, because you don't know how that other person is just like you. You know what? That person is a human being. They're just like you. They have the same trials and tribulations you do. They have the same problems with their kids, raising their kids. They have the same problems paying the rent. They have the same problems going mm-hmm. to grocery. Everyone has these same issues, but. There's such a divide created, I feel like, in media to keep this thing. There's because that's how they make their money. There's no good stories. That's how they make their bad stories. Right. It's bad stories. Right. Anything negative, they're going to push it because that drives ratings. And how can you be afraid of someone, uh, some race or a person? And you're utilizing a lot of the things that they contributed to America. It's crazy. It's right. The stoplight. Yeah. <laughs> that was invented by a black man. <laughs> you use it every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can you be afraid of that? You know, that to me shows potential in that particular person or that race. If this guy can invent that, imagine what others can do if they had the opportunity. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, and then, you know, the schools and, 
you know, the, the way they, they gerrymandered everything and they cut up districts and just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you look at it and you're like going, this isn't real. This can't be real. And, but it's real. And you're like going, this is happening in supposed to be the freest country in the world. And it's still not, it's not the freest. And we should be, we should strive every day to be the freest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Give everyone the same opportunity, same education uh, system for everybody, because we want to be uh, the most educated. We want to be the, the healthiest. We want to have the best food. We want to have those things in our country, but we can't, if we keep like, I don't know, working against ourselves. It just feels like we're working. That's what's happening. I mean, in other countries, they have free health care. Yeah. They have education, free college. Yeah, they have. And, and they don't have uh, 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 maybe a, a tenth of the amount of wealth that America has, but they're able to provide stuff for their people. And I don't see why we don't have free health care or we don't have free college for you know, somebody who going who may cure cancer one day, but just can't get to college because you this know, country it's, it's, it's still this country still wants as cheap labor as possible. Yeah, to yeah. the scale to have as much of it as possible. And well, that's the, the, why the, yeah. the wealth the wealth the wealth gap is huge. It's bigger than it's ever been. CEOs make more money than they've ever made before. Yeah, to the, the the average worker, it's. There's no limits. And, and at some point you got to say, how much is enough? How much money is enough mm-hmm. for if I'm, if I'm the, the CEO of, you know, a bank or something and I'm making 14 or $15 million a year salary and I get another $10 million in bonuses, but my average worker, we're not going to put them full time because I don't want to pay him his health and, and medical and all the, I don't yeah. want to pay for that stuff. So I'm keeping him working, you know, 30 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week. It's just, it's mm-hmm. mind boggling to me that th- that much greed exists in, in, in it just it, that much greed exists. And then you it, see like, uh, the guy from Amazon and even like, Oh God. Uh, I mean that, that at some point you gotta say it's enough. You, you know, you don't and, need and, any more money. You don't. Right. And, and speaking of Amazon, money. you know, they already, are trying to create unions at Amazon because they want better pay. They want better work conditions. And this is just one uh, facility that has started this whole thing to try to become a a union. And which if that, if that happens, then other um, spread places will spread to try to do that through the Amazon corporation. But I mean, this guy sitting on so much money, man, it's like, Pay your people, man. Take care of your people. That's doing a ser- a good service for you. But listen, man, it's it's the same with like all of these corporations. They move all of their their manufacturing out of the United States. Look at Apple. You know, look clothing companies. They've there's no manufacturing in the United States. It's all done in other countries mm-hmm. with, by kids, and they act like it's not. It's done by kids. It's 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 just like slave labor. They, they're paying somebody you know twenty three cents a day to manufacture some 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 nikes or some jordans or something and they comes back and these guys they just line their pockets man and it's not yeah. cool it's not fair yeah but i think that you but should we buy it yeah and i mean you and me i mean like i'm not gonna say that because i'm like man i wear tons of nikes and you know i buy from amazon you so too. right i i, no, you I know. know but, but we, we don't because you know what it we don't feel like it's impacting us 
but and, and I didn't I didn't think it, it was bad at Amazon to be honest with you. I didn't think that convenient. you know they were not being paid, you know, because it's like they're popping up everywhere and it seems like the people that drop off the packages are happy to me. <laughs> I mean, that's what I see, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay. But that's I didn't a, know that it was bad. Have a good were, day. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. So, well, listen. So Billy for president or not key for president. Just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm treasurer. Just I just I just want a little side job. <laughs> just just I, get me in the cabinet. But we listen, we know $15 an hour. You cannot live on $15 an hour. Can't, you man. Can't. You can't. And not wait and when you keep raising the price of everything and not raising the wages, it don't make sense. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You you if you I mean, I can remember when I w- was growing up, cigarettes was like a dollar fifty a pack. Now they like fifteen dollars a pack. Mm, yeah. You know, I, I can remember this. So if a person's making fifteen dollars an hour when the cigarettes were a dollar fifty and they still making fifteen dollars an hour when the cigarettes are now fifteen dollars. Yeah. It's like how are you gonna survive if 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 you you know I'm just using that as an example, but you can't keep raising the prices without raising the wages. Yeah, there was right. this, something that said if the scale of pay for bank bonuses was applied to minimum wage also, minimum wage would be $44 an hour today. Which seems legit. That's, that's great. That's right. great money. Yeah. Well, then, then it seems like if that's minimum wage, at least if you have a full-time minimum wage job, you can have the same opportunities to be a landowner. You can go mm-hmm. buy a home. You can buy a car. You can do the things that 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 every American the, the American you can live the American dream yep. if you have a job, right? Yeah. And, and I guarantee you this: if minimum wage was forty four dollars an hour, yeah, man, everybody be working. They don't give a fuck, yeah. right? I work at McDonald's, Arby's, forty four dollars an hour. Hey, wherever I can get employment, I'm going. I will become a ja- uh, Jamaican. I'll have three jobs, right? Small <laughs> fries, big I Mac. Got three jobs, <laughs> three jobs, man. Hey, I, I three jobs, man. <laughs> you only got I mean, two jobs. Uh, you lazy go. <laughs> 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 because that's facts, though. I mean, if you're making forty-four dollars oh, an hour, man. hey, everybody will be working everywhere because that's yeah. like, yo, you you got an opportunity to really make a good living for your family. Yeah, I think there's there's so many levels to it, though. You know, it, I think it's it. We're simplifying it. Obviously, we're simplifying it. But I just think that once you start shipping jobs out of the United States, when you moved the steel industry out of the United States, you moved. Uh, manufacturing all of these uh, computers. I mean, we we developed them, we made them, we created them, we invented right. them here right. in the United States. Yeah, but we said, ah, uh, you know what? I can get that same iPod made for two dollars in Taiwan or China, wherever they get them made, versus getting mm. them made here in the United States for fifteen dollars. I'm like, you know what? How much is too much, though? How much profit is too much? And you, I think that's the balance. The balance is like, listen, we could do it. We could go and make them for $2 right? and we only make a 80% profit or we can make them here in the United States for, for $10 and we make a 75% profit or, or 60, 60% right. profit is good enough. It's still good. Margins. That's, that's well, really good. That's just because you're competing profit. and the next guy's going to go and do it. So you can't get everybody on the same page for that. No, it's greed, man. That, that yeah. greed is like 
one of the worst. Yeah, pop up those shoes again. Those shoes are greedy, man. I can tell already. <laughs> I bet those shoes said greed on the side. Put up those shoes. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Where's my button? Boom. $1,000 for some shoes. Now, how, what do you think? Th That's greed. What do you think the cost of production on that shoe is? That shoe? Yeah, how, oh, like man. five bucks. You think a little less? Remember, it has a drop of blood. A huge, a, a huge blood is it? Is it? Yeah. So the uh, the team from, blood. from Mischief, that company, they took six of their employees and they got blood from. They, they did it themselves too. They were like, yeah, there was oh no medical gosh. staff. They just did it. So six crew staff from Mischief um, took some blood. They probably just pricked themselves and yeah. and saved it and. Yeah, there was no um, proper anything behind the proper ventilation of those. Uh, <laughs> those. Those shoes got hepatitis. Yeah, I think so. Got <laughs> some everything in it now, because you don't know yeah, these people got hepatitis. The, the, it's got that Pentagon force field. Oh, no about that, man. See, now I, I didn't. Uh, know. I thought they probably used his blood or something. Nah, but now nah, they use six employees from Mister. Oh no! Because that's what kind of put Nike over the top in terms of nope, that wasn't us. Yeah, <laughs> wait, inhumane! You <laughs> can't do that. They they took a drop of blood and then they mixed it with dye and then it's in the air bubble. They should mm. they shouldn't even have said that. They should have been something they kept on the DL for like twenty. Right, years. like 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 the hidden track on the album. But right. we're talking about it, you know. Yeah, but I mean, but then see they like in twenty a, years, like a myth. You think they should have. Turn, yeah, like an urban legend kind of a thing. I, I think right. I, I, I think it kept it like years, this in 20 with, without years. ever doing it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but in twenty years, yeah, our you drop the video. We're the gonna video have the clone, we're the gonna have the cloning down so good that you could open up the shoe and clone the person who made the shoe. <laughs> That's what I would have waited for. I just said, man, and guess what? This person's is the person who made the shoe a hundred years ago, and you you clone that that <laughs> that drop out of there. And you're like, well, I'm back. I'm gonna make another shoe with some blood. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's man. next? They got the the Jesus shoes. They got these uh these shoes. What, what's what, they got? Purgatory ones. They're gonna be like a cream colored. You know, <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> they probably. You know, I mean, that's limbo. Next. Limbo, that's, yeah. The limbo some shoe. Limbo. You, it's like you have to bend over backwards, right? You got balance faster. <laughs> I think. uh you know, um, my favorite shoes now are the Yeezys, though. Really? Which one? I, I like uh, I like these. Oh. Mm. Okay. They mm -hmm. look comfortable. Are they comfortable? Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Billy, we're, he's got like a dozen pairs, probably. Don't... You yeah. don't? I, I don't know, them. man. Did I you really? Pairs? Yeah, I shouldn't have, though. But I did. Did you? I just wanted... I... The wifey was like, uh, you know, this is ridiculous. You got shoes stacked up in the room. You act like a child. You're you don't like, have, you don't have <laughs> them like a high school kid anymore. You know, I sold a couple. Wow. Okay. I shouldn't have sold the boot. I sold the boot. Oh, the one you no. liked? I pretty much gave the, the boot. The one away. you liked? The one I liked, I sold it. And oh. the guy was like, and I, I, I did a consignment first. And he was like, yeah, man, nobody wanted to buy that boot. I'm like, really? I said, well. Yeah, right. You know, people came in every day trying to get that. He held on <laughs> He bought the boot. I know. That's what I'm saying. And I tell everybody away. I gave it away. I gave it away. Oh man. I gave that boot away. And then I looked on StockX and I was like, well, you know, I'd had to I had to ship it out and I had to do this. I tried to justify taking a taking a major hit on it. God. 
I did. I took a hit. So here, check this out. I got one too, Nike. Nike here you go. Let's see what you got. This was the last one I just got in the mail. Oh, nice. The size 10 and a half? Come on, man. I got grown man feet. 12? Yeah, 12. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just making sure. What size you wear? <laughs> right. You know, size, size, of foot, size of foot tells, tells a lot about a man. <laughs> yeah, those are nice. I got these. I got, uh, I got. Yeah, I got two. I got a lot of them. I got, um, they're, the, they're hella comfortable, though. I, I got to admit. Very comfortable to walk in, I tell you. You know why? Because they're, they're, the bottoms are kind of like old man shoes when you think about it. Orthopedics. Orthopedics. No, these shoes actually work for me because they're like old man shoes. So I can DJ in them all night long. Right. Man, and um, those, and I, you know, what I started looking into are the KD shoes. Yeah. He has some nice ones. Does he? Yeah, you guys get a chance. Just look at some of the, the KD shoes that he has. And uh, uh, I think I may get a pair. KD's. Any particular so, uh, edition? I forget the one that I really like. Because, you know, I just be looking on um, like GOAT, mm-hmm. uh, the site. And I scrolled through them. And I saw a couple pairs that I just like. Like I said, I'm going to like these. And, so, um, and then you bought them? I didn't buy them yet. <laughs> I like them. I didn't buy them. Bought them. I got too much other stuff, you know, because <laughs> I remember you and I made, you came with, with those my wife is I got to, if I bring in a new pair, I have to get rid of a pair, which I'll Oof. ship, ship it out to my son. I'll give it to my son. The stash, <laughs> the he, secret stash. Right. He, he you know, you're not wearing those, right? You're just holding those for me. <laughs> right. Hold them for me. Yeah. But yeah, so I ship them out uh, to him and, you know, like he was just home recently for uh, the funeral. So he took two pairs of Jordans with him back to Wyoming. So now Naki, he's he, he played his senior year, right? Actually, he 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 didn't. He redshirted? No, he, he played, but the COVID gave him another year of eligibility. Oh, uh, so, so, so he's gonna do the, the next year? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to go to the next level. Is it he's good ready, for him? Huh? Good yeah, he, he's ready for that. So that's, that's the KD shoe right there. One of them. I just like that's that. One, one of them. That's one of them. I thought that's that like one a Miami was cool. Dolphin shoe, man. I threw that one that's, up. But yeah. it's some other ones. It's some some other ones that's like real, like <clears throat> different. But you know, he has a a nice a nice brand. So him and what's his name, uh, Michael Rappaport are, are like going. Yeah, at I saw it. that. Oh yeah, <laughs> KD went in on his ass. <laughs> KD, oh, he went in on them. Oh, he crushed them. I loved it too. Oh, love and it's man. like how Michael Rappaport gonna trick? You know what I'm saying? That you, yeah. you can't do that, man. You you can't you can't leak that. It's like so now nobody's gonna ever DM you now. Yeah, yeah, ever. That was a private conversation between you and that man, and you put it out there because you felt some type of way. Yeah, I think KD said he got contacted by Michael Rappaport's lawyer. Yeah, like, he got a lawyer involved. Like called him pasty. If you and I, if we were going, if we were we're going at it in a text or a tweet or something between one another, that's all good. It's fun. That's that's like, oh man, we're just we're blasting each other, right? I feel a certain. Oh gosh, I got to get my lawyer involved. Man, you sold yourself out, dude. You right? Nobody, nobody's gonna mess with that guy ever. 
ever because the conversations aren't private anymore. When you do that, you know, you had he had plenty opportunity to address him direct. Pick up the phone. You know, call him, or <laughs> if I see you in person, I'm coming to a Nets game. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's let's hash it out. Mm-hmm. Nah, this dude puts it out there publicly. Yeah, that is. Just that's where every bro code. He broke I mean, bro code. It happens all the time. When when a person does that, it's like you lose credibility for a lot of things. Yeah, Man. you know, because people like his people like his Donald Trump rants. They like right, Michael right. Rappaport's Donald Trump rants. <laughs> rants. But even KD was like, man, people are they're tired of your those those stupid things. <laughs> You're mad because he's not even in office. It doesn't even matter anymore when you do those rants. Right. KD killed him. KD killed him. Yeah. His his like, his wordplay was ugly. KD was like, <laughs> oh man, he didn't hold back. He went you 1995 mother, mother, on that guy. Talked about his wife. Disrespect that though. Oh, no, I, no, I like he that. Not, he, he said, your wife don't even. Dude, she don't even ride with you. Hasty <laughs> mom. I was like, what? Yeah, man. Katie's a beast. He was she said, you, he, he said, you can't tell a joke. She's going to be pissed off. You're spending money on a lawyer for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because look, that dude ain't had an acting job and I don't know how long. So, you know, those checks dry up after a while now. Yeah, that's, you, there's, there's a guy I like on, on social media. This, uh, Barstool president dude, El Presidente, whatever he's he's a Dave something or another. He does barstool sports. Mm. This guy goes around and, and uh you know he obviously does a thing on sports, but then he goes around and he he t- uh tastes pizzas all over the place, all over the, the country, basically. Mm. He, he gives a review on these pizzas. He's blown this pizza tasting business up. So he's got like a little website attached to it, uh another thing called Slice, and I just like and then he's giving money back to these little small businesses. I said, man, this guy, he does social media right. To me, mm-hmm. that's the way you do it. You got to do it with like a positive spin on it. These guys, and it doesn't seem like it's self, like he's doing it like a self-fulfilling thing. Like, oh, look at my, look at my balls. I'm like the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where Michael Rappaport does it for the likes. You know what I mean? He's doing yeah. it for like, oh, I'm, I'm getting likes because I went on a Trump binge or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He's I think he's done, man. I think he he just Yeah, he canceled himself. Canceled. He, he, that's that's just it. He's you his know, own cancel culture. He he became his own cancel culture. Is this yeah, that dude right there. Okay. With, with John. What's that guy's name? The bar rescue dude? Oh, is it's that the, the bar oh, man? It's the bar know. rescue guy and then it's bar your rescue. pizza guy. Yeah. yeah. But that guy does uh he does like you know online gambling, all that kind of stuff. Barstool sports. They're, they're okay. Like a, okay. And he all fired right. somebody named Michael Rappaport off of his show and he talked about that too. and i don't know if it's you know it's a different michael Rappaport, but yeah it was pretty funny pretty funny all right guys let's let's wind it down what any final thoughts any uh, uh yeah michael Rappaport's done uh, okay okay <laughs> little okay. nas x could be done who okay uh earth wind and fire versus isley brothers who you got earth wind and fire billy well i think earth wind and fire will probably win just because of their their huge that huge crossover hits versus the Isley brothers. But I'm coming from the funk side and I'm going with the Isley brothers. All day. The funk day. flank. <laughs> A funk flank steak. That's what I'm going with. I think I might have to go with Isley brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes. They got some jams. Yeah. Slow jams and 
you know, my mom played more Isley than she played Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, yeah. Uh, yeah Earth, Wind, and Fire is like pop. They're like a pop group. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you uh, guys? Michael? I said Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah, Earth, I, I went first. Yeah. Yeah, he's going with the elements, man, with no... Uh, <laughs> With no uh, blood. Uh, going with no air. blood. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire. No water. Okay, what's what's your what's your biggest or your favorite Earth, wind, and fire record? Uh probably. Is it Brazilian him? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know September. I know. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Billy, what's your favorite? Uh, uh, Isley Brothers. Well, I I like, and it's hard because they have slow jam. They have some slow jams that just speak to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, man, because I I love Choosy Lover, but for some reason, when I hear Fight the Power. That, that just and then you know before before on radio that song would come on they didn't cut out all that bullshit going right. they played, <laughs> no seriously they played, yep. they played that on the radio and as a kid hearing that on radio you lost your mind you're like oh my god i heard a cuss word <laughs> you're, you're so hot to hear a cuss word on radio there was just something about that baseline and how it moved i i, I like fight the power but i also like Who's that lady? I mean, I just yeah. man, there's so many songs. There's so many. Yeah, a choosy lover. That was a good one. Um, at your best, the 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 Aaliyah song. At your best, that, that come on, come on. Hey, that was that was one of my mom's favorites too. Come so on. at your best, uh, she used to play these records every morning before she got ready for work and before we had to get up for school. So you know, she heavily influenced me with music. So. Right. I would say uh, probably the At Your Best record. Best, Yeah, At Your Best. Yeah. Now that I reconsider. I'm going to reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Aaliyah did a great job on that record, by the way. That's she, one of my favorite you know, songs. She did. She, she smoked she did it. did a great job on that record. But when you put the two together, you're like, that Izzy brother still gem. It, it is. And, and, for, and for that time period, I think that was a... Uh, that was a, a a great remake, you know, because you know she was that girl for that generation at that time, yep. and to bring that old school song to that generation and have them appreciate it like we did with the original, yeah, amazing. It was amazing, and she didn't put a trap beat on it at all. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. No trap. No. Uh. No chop. No screw. <laughs> no chop. No screw. No nothing. All right, you guys. That was fun today. Had a laugh. <laughs> we, we, we did everything. We did politics. We right. cured cancer. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we were able to travel to the future and go to the past. We did it all today. So we talked a little Nas X. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isley Brothers. We canceled Michael Rappaport. That's right. Look, we did a lot today. We got to do. We got to keep digging. Dig deeper. Digging deeper. Three, so next time. Why, 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 digging why, why, in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates. Digging in the crates.
Let's take it back.